Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, Not comfortable with my husband being friends with a female co-worker. Throwaway because he knows my username edited with names so it's easier to read. No update as of yet, but we do have an update, because I think about decisions before implementing them. Also, we started couples therapy in September, so it hasn't been that long. Full story. Coworker, female 24, we will call her Debbie. Started working with my husband, male 35. We will call him Charlie, two years ago. Last September, I met her for the first time at a wedding of two of their co-workers. She sat behind us. The girl getting married does not like my husband, but he's on the same shift and the whole shift was invited to the wedding. The girl getting married had called Charlie a snake to Debbie in casual conversation. They are not friends and Charlie is generally a good person in my opinion, so that is not a red flag to me. Debbie told Charlie about this, so at this point it's a running inside joke that I was privy to. Back to the wedding. Charlie texts Debbie, snake, and Debbie mouths, stop or flirty. I did think it was flirty, but thought that may just be her personality. Fast forward to the shift Christmas party last year. We have been hosting shift Christmas parties at our house for two years. The whole shift was there, but Debbie brings her twin sister as her plus one. One thing about their job is it's a male dominated field, but I am friends with a few of his co-workers wives. So during the party, all the women were hanging out except Debbie and her twin sister. She was hanging out with the guys. I just assumed it was because she didn't really know most of the women. No big deal, but the next day, she sends Charlie a couple of photos that she had snapped of him without his knowledge. The photos were accompanied by the text. Why did I take these? Lol. He showed me this and his response, which was pretty PG. But I did remark something along the lines of, Lol, I think she has a crush on you. And he brushed that off. Fast forward to February. His co-workers are all in their 20s and they convinced Charlie to get Snapchat. I've never been a fan of Snapchat and Charlie never had any form of social media, except Reddit. After he gets Snapchat, I notice he's on his phone a lot more. I am naturally a nosy person and realize that is a flaw of mine. So I notice that he is beginning to talk about Debbie more and I start questioning who he is chatting with. One thing I notice is that every single time he works overtime, she snaps him and asks him if he is working or she will ask if he worked it the next day. I tell him she is starting to make me uncomfortable, and he brushes that off. March. We go to a new co-worker's house on a Wednesday night for a dinner party. None of the wives that I am friends with are there. I also have to work Thursday and no one else does. Before we go to the party, we discuss leaving at a reasonable time, at 9.45pm. I ask him what time we are leaving. He hems and haws around, and I admittedly get frustrated and walk off. He gets mad and decides he is staying as late as he wants. 
I keep asking when we are leaving and reminding him that I have to work. I spend the rest of the night crying on the couch in a stranger's house. All people come to check on me. Charlie and Debbie never do and I can see them sitting beside each other outside. Edit, we ended up leaving the party at around 1.30am. May. We go to a hot air balloon festival an hour from our home. He sees on her Snapchat story that Debbie is about 30 minutes away. He tells her where we are and asks her to meet up. I'm not really privy to this conversation except that I asked him who he was talking to and it was her. We get in an argument and leave before she arrives and then he tells me that's what they were talking about. June. We go to London for a vacation and we're arriving back in the States on our anniversary. I post a super cute slideshow. Debbie sees it. Debbie then snaps Charlie about someone breaking into her car. I express that I think it is weird. August. Charlie says that he stopped talking to Debbie because it made me upset. He's been distancing from me for a few months though, so I still have a gut feeling that something isn't right. He got a new phone in July, but saved his old phone. I let my intrusive thoughts win and I look at his old phone. Charlie and Debbie talked on the phone for 45 minutes while I was at work and they were both off work. I log into Charlie's TikTok account. He sent her a video from Barstool Sports of a girl telling a guy, I have a crush on you, and the guy reacting really good to it. Two days before he sent that video, Debbie reposts one that says, When you are trying to go to sleep but all you can think about is wanting him in your bed. Two days after he sent her the crush video, she reposts a video that says, The most confusing place you can be is knowing you have a connection with someone but you're not officially together but you're more than friends. I confront him and tell him that this is an inappropriate relationship. After I confront him, she deletes her video. He claims he didn't talk to her about it and still maintains that they stopped talking. Last week, I decide to check his Snapchat on his old phone because I'm still having a gut feeling. They have been number one BFFs on Snapchat for at least two weeks. They talk every single day. She sends him a pic of herself in her pajamas. Now I'm in my PJs, lol, while I'm looking. It wasn't risque, but I have never once sent any of my male friends a selfie of myself, much less in my pajamas. I tell him I am not comfortable with their friendship and I would like him to stop being friends with her. Side note, we're in couples therapy as well. During a fight, he tells me that he likes having friends. I have no problem with any of his other friends. I ask him why he lied and said he stopped talking to her. He said because he knew I didn't like it. I feel like I can no longer trust him and he basically told me that he would rather be friends with her than married to me. I've asked all of my friends if I'm overreacting, and all of them told me to leave him. We've been married 13 years, and together a total of 15 years. They read it. Am I overreacting? And look, there was red flags all the way through this. At the bare minimum, it's an emotional affair, but you know, there's potentially a lot more to this as well. Like I said, there was a lot of red flags, but when he said... That he'd rather be friends with her than married to you it kind of says it all you're not overreacting in the slightest here and you know like i say with a lot of these stories once the trust is gone there's there's nothing else there is there and can you ever come back to trust him again you know he's lied to you multiple times how do you ever get past that i could never see myself going back into that after that. i know it's been 15 years in total 13 years married but for me it just sounds like it's over and i'm incredibly sorry for you Zelopin says and quotes a bit where it says he'd rather be friends with her than married to me and says he's told you what is happening why are you not listening variegated jennifer says he's having an affair 
If not physical yet, it's definitely emotional. He knows what he's doing, that's why he hides it. He made his choice when he continued a relationship with her after you confronted him. Let the bimbo have him. And Jackal replies that and says, spot on, and he's gaslighting and guilting her to try and get her to drop it. It won't get better, especially with the last statement of him preferring being friends with her than married to his wife. Okay, bye boy. OP should go read stories on surviving infidelity and see how similar a story is to theirs. They move their conversations to Snapchat on purpose. Yolo says, totally inappropriate of them to be acting like this. File for divorce if he is so happy with her. You can't continue living in misery. He left you literally crying in someone else's house for her. F that. He doesn't deserve you and clearly has no respect for you. Ugh, what a piece of shit for doing that all behind your back. Chiming says he's having an emotional affair. I have a friend that is a therapist who said they take the love, sharing, caring, and fun out of your relationship and give it to the friend. It is like they are dating over the internet and phone. If you wait any longer to declare yourself, he'll be leaving you and sleeping with her, if he isn't already. He's cheating. It is not a friend. These types of friends are inappropriate anyway for a married man. If he doesn't agree, I would put him out permanently. Go see an attorney and take half your savings and put in an account you can only access. Now is the time you stand up and walk. If his marriage means anything, he'll follow if not. You will not be the victim for years on end. Find out what your rights are. But Opie does update the post and says, so I gave him an ultimatum. Do not recommend. And he has a lawyer friend. He went to see his friend two days later. He decided it wasn't for him. Our therapist convinced him to block the co-worker. We were working on the marriage. Honestly, think we were making progress. We were starting to be able to talk about issues without them getting super heated. He was actually opening up in therapy. And then he was triggered by his avoidant attachment style. He went to Debbie's birthday dinner and I didn't. He stayed at his parents' house and came home the next day. I got a Snapchat request from a new female friend and noticed on my list that Debbie had a top friend in common with me. I don't really use Snapchat except to send videos to a female friend that has an iPhone while I have an Android. I have two best friends on Snapchat, Carrie and Charlie. Debbie has the sunglasses emoji next to her name on my list. It can only mean that Charlie added her back. I asked him to pack a bag and leave. I'm calling a lawyer ASAP Monday. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. A question below that one says, damn OP, that really sucks, but I'm glad you stood up for yourself. What was the reason he decided to go to the party? Also, why did he stare at his parents? That's really suspicious. How did he react when you asked him to leave? Opie says he told me about the party Wednesday and we had planned to go together. Friday morning, we had a counseling appointment and the therapist basically told him he needed to start feeling his feelings instead of bottling them in. This triggered his avoidant attachment style. He seemed down all day and I told him I wasn't going to the party. He told me that he wasn't going to change right before he left and I told him we couldn't work without change. That's why he stayed at his parents. He came back Saturday and I asked him to leave Saturday night. And to be honest, I couldn't really see this ending any other way with the way it was going, but I'm incredibly sorry for the OP to have to go through it, of course. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And our next story does come with an update as well from Simple Macaroni, who says, am I wrong for refusing to marry a woman? I, 26 female, am bisexual. I'm very confident in my sexuality and have a history of dating both. However, I've always known that when it comes to marriage, I want to be able to have biological children with my partner. For that reason, I see myself only marrying a man. In my past relationships with women, I have been very open about this. This never posed an issue. However, about three years ago, I met my current girlfriend, Grace, 27 female. This started as a hookup, then escalated to a situationship. Usually, whenever things get to that point, I like to make the disclaimer in terms of wanting to have biological children and not dating to marry. Grace seemed understanding, thanked me for being straightforward, and assured me that she is not looking for marriage either. We agreed to keep seeing each other casually, no strings attached. A couple of months later, Grace suggests we start being exclusive. I reminded her that I was not dating for marriage. She asked me if I'm seeing anyone else, and I told her no. She said that it would make sense for us to be exclusive until our relationship has run its course naturally. I really liked her and wasn't interested in anyone else, so after making sure that there was no misunderstanding about marriage, I agreed and we started dating. I understood that this kind of relationship could get complicated, hence I was reluctant to bring her to meet my family, etc. But every time she would insist, assuring everything was fine and that she knew exactly what was at stake. My family loved her and Soon people started asking, when's the wedding? To which Grace would smugly respond that I didn't want to marry her. I laughed along, assuming it was a joke, but something started feeling off. I confronted her to make sure we're still on the same page and she told me to stop treating me like a fucking child and constantly checking up on my feelings. She said to back off. We got into an argument about it, but the next day she apologized and asked me to stop bringing it up so often. I explained I was just looking out for our feelings. But if it was overbearing, I would back off. We agreed and I stopped bringing it up. We've been dating for almost two years. However, my mind hasn't changed in terms of marriage, though I stopped bringing it up as per her request. I came home from work to my apartment covered in flowers and candles and her on one knee. Before she even got around to asking, I immediately said no and walked out fuming. She followed me. A fight ensued, screaming, crying, as she told me I was a huge bitch and an asshole for leading her on for two years. I explained that my feelings in terms of marriage hadn't changed, i.e. biological kids. 
She called me homophobic and a bigot and stormed out. We haven't spoken since. Am I wrong? So there were some questions to the OP. One says, out of curiosity, what would you have done if she didn't do this and blow up the relationship? Specifically, did your relationship have an end point? Where would you seek out a man to marry and have kids with? OP says, I'm not sure. In general, I suppose if I felt she was the love of my life, I probably would give up my dream of biological children. But seeing as how this remained more important to me, she clearly wasn't. What she said and what I agreed with was that we would remain exclusive until our relationship had run its natural course. I guess that would mean until either the marriage thing or other issues became too much to stay together. Someone says to OP, did you ever talk about marriage with her, as in having kids together? OP says, I never talked to her about marriage in terms of it being between her and I. The only context I mentioned it was in warning her that I am not looking to marry a woman. We never really talked about kids in terms of having them together in any way. She never told me she was interested in marriage. It was never brought up and we never had that conversation. All she told me regarding marriage was that she was on the same page as me and didn't like being constantly reminded of my position because it made her feel like I was treating her like a child watching out for her feelings. I stopped bringing it up myself. Someone says, if you're dead set on marrying a man, why not just date men? What was your end goal? Opie says, because I'm not looking to settle down and get married just yet. I'm attracted to both genders. I don't see casual dating as obligatory whether it would have been with a man or a woman. To be honest, I believe in casual dating. Plenty of people date without the intention of marriage and I always thought that it was perfectly reasonable as long as boundaries and expectations are set and communicated from the start. Someone says, but your post clearly outlined you made decisions that went beyond casual dating. Opie says, to be honest, I never saw this lasting as long as it did. You're right, two years is a long time and when she initially suggested being exclusive, I couldn't foresee how long it would last. I agreed because it made sense. I wasn't seeing anyone else and I did really like her and enjoy her company. I figured if the terms were clear with both of us, it couldn't hurt to be exclusive for a while. Then things just never broke off. I was probably too comfortable and reluctant to get out of that comfortable place with her and that is my fault. I was also under the impression, reiterated by her multiple times, that we were both aware that marriage was still not the end goal here. Someone says, does it stop being casual dating after three years? And Opie says, you're right. But when she initially suggested it, I never assumed it would last that long. It just sort of happened. But I assumed, again, shouldn't have made assumptions, but also I did try my best to communicate all this to her. But the terms for our entire duration of our relationship remained the same, whether it be three weeks or three years unless we had the explicit conversation that stated otherwise. We never did. She never even brought it up to me that marriage has been on my mind. Instead, I was blindsided with a proposal. And OP continues to sort of like define her views on relationships and says, to me, my mentality feels very similar to the way people approach high school and college relationships. Are you dating your high school college sweetheart for marriage? Probably, hopefully not. Are you planning out this relationship long-term? Probably not most people ended up marrying those partners they've had in their youth usually no these people aren't ready for marriage but that doesn't mean anyone is leading anyone on but you're young you're in love you're having fun exploring romantic relationships discovering yourself i think that as long as terms are made clear it's unfair to assume a relationship will end in marriage just because you're getting older i'm saying this whether i'd be dating a man or a woman right now i'm not ready for marriage i'd make that disclaimer with every relationship i would enter when I'm ready to start dating for marriage, we'll obviously start looking at dating exclusively men. So 
Someone says, why is it important to have a biological child with your partner? And also, if you had met a man while you were with your girlfriend, would you have dumped her for him? Opie says to answer your first question, I'm not sure why. Since I was little, I've been extremely drawn to the idea of having a family where the child is both biologically related to me and my partner. Long term, I see myself marrying a man. It's always been that way and I can't necessarily explain it. And I don't think that I should be required to as everybody has their own preferences when it comes to building a family. I have absolutely nothing against IVF, adoption, etc. But my first choice is the traditional route. And having a baby naturally that is both related to me and my partner. I think many people that want children can agree that it's the preferred method. No one wants to do IVF, have a child if they can do so naturally. Not to mention alternative methods of building a family cost thousands of dollars and are usually not covered by insurance. It is not something to be taken lightly like, oh, just do IVF or adopt. But people fail to consider that it's an enormous financial expense that not many can afford, including myself. As for the second question, if I met a man who wanted kids while I was with her, I would not have dumped her. I wasn't and I'm still not looking for a relationship that would end up in marriage planning to wait a couple of years or so before I'm ready to start something like that. I also think that cheating is an asshole move no matter the nature of your relationship. She wasn't just a bed warmer for me, as other people in the comments have said or implied. I really cared for her and was truly committed to seeing this relationship through. So OP does update their post two days later and says, first of all, I want to thank everyone for their comments. It was helpful to see things from a different perspective. I wrote the post still mad from being blindsided, so I apologize if my writing lacked empathy. As some have pointed out, I do care for Grace deeply and acknowledge my role that led us to end up in this mess. For that, I am sorry. We talked today after taking the weekend to cool down. I explained my perspective to her, saying that I felt blindsided and a bit betrayed by the out of the blue proposal, especially since she was the one who asked to stop bringing up the marriage issue while we were together. She said she proposed as a sort of last resort. And she knew that if marriage was brought up casually in conversation, I would freak out and leave. A hope was that a grand romantic gesture might work, aka proposing. I explained that I'm not ready for marriage with anyone yet, but of all the people I've been with, I've cared for her the most. And the last thing I'd ever want to happen was for her to be hurt. I also explained that I wished our communication throughout our relationship had been clearer as to avoid the hurt and mess that we've ended up in. Obviously, we've decided to go our separate ways. After our conversation, the parting was amicable. I wish her nothing but the best. Edit to say, for people asking me what did I expect to happen going into a relationship with an expiration date, I've been in relationships with both men and women like this before. I may be naive, but I am not stupid to set my expectations for something like this without having prior experience. Granted, they didn't last three years. Longest one was just short of two but they went very differently. Once both sides made clear that marriage was not the end goal, we were together until one of us was ready to have a conversation that it was time to move on. Granted, each time hurt, but when you set the expectations from the start, it's only natural that the relationship had run its course. Each of those relationships ended amicably. There were no fights, no proposals, no hurt feelings. Going into this, I expected the same. I think it's fair to say there was a mix of comments below this one. Some people, you understand, OP was very upfront about what they wanted out of their life at that moment in time. They was very, very clear about it. Other people mentioning, you know, you're getting in a committed relationship, but never intending to stay with that person long term is just setting up a messy situation. But 
Oh dear, what do you guys make of this situation? Uh, it was a strange one for me, I gotta admit it, but let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusive Apply. See site for details.